Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Ray. Hi, Z. Hi, While it's been a long time between drinks, may we uh, go on a big sesh of Ooh. Paul and Rach. <laughs> now, what about you, beautiful lady? You what? know, you're off there teaching the next generation of radio superstars. You're yes. trying to trying to give them a little bit of you know, the gold dust that is. <laughs> I tell you. Rachel Corbet. I have been uh, doing a little bit of supervising at afters, and it is that moment where you, you know, you haven't technically been trained in what you do, but yeah. you've been doing it for a very long time, and you sit down across from somebody, a n- young, nubile individual who is looking to you for assistance and guidance, and really in the pit of your belly you're thinking to yourself, do I have any assistance and guidance to give? But just to, you know, if any of the kids are listening to see what, you know, and what are you called? Are you called Miss Corbett? Like when oh, you're at no. the front of the class? No, 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 Rach. And you the chalk? No, no, okay. no, Rach. So when Miss Corbett um, mm. broadcasts, mm. you should know she still doesn't know where to put the headphones, kids. <laughs> Here we are, what, episode 900, and we still yeah. put the headphones in the wrong jack yeah. every time. Yeah, put the them in my computer. The always protected. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I will get it eventually, though. I've been saying that for two years. Now, or a year. Have we done this, done this for three two years? Three years now. Three years. Three, three, 18 years we've been doing this now. Now, I notice as well, I, I didn't want to say it a few uh-uh. weeks ago. I didn't realise you needed to, but, geez, you've lost a lot of weight. What? Joking, I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Have you ever had words? No. Have you ever had words that you always thought you had right, and then you've gone into bat for them yes. in a public situation, yes. and yes. you've realised that they were wrong? Yes, um, I think it was one where it was I said epididymis. Which I think, but it's the epidermis, isn't it? Epidermis, but the epididymis, I'm sure the, the epididymis, epididymis is a is thing. Something. If the epididymis is a thing, then great, because I got stuck with this when I was I was pro epididymisness, and I couldn't do nothing. Epididymis, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is it? Of course. You would know the epididymis because they're your testes. Oh, well, yeah. No, just, <laughs> but hang on. I was talking about skin. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. Then in so that I'm case, you got it wrong. I'm trying to say your epidermis. Yes. You're trying to say your epidermis, but your epididymis, your epididymis is, oh, no, a part of the testicle, oh, I think. Okay. Is it the vas deferens? No, it's the tube. Uh, connecting the different ducts to the rear of the testicle, mm. to, from the mm. rear of the testicle to the vas deferens. Mm. Knowing more about your balls with Paul and Rach. <laughs> it's a brand new segment. Anyway, you were batting for a word. Yeah, I had a couple of situations. The first was um, I, I've i always thought... what Was it romantic? It wasn't romantic. What actually. about that big diamond ring on your finger? <laughs> What? Marriage. (laughs) I was having a chat with somebody um, about the word that I thought was unkept. Hmm. When something is unkept. Now, I've always said, oh, you look unkept, that house is unkept, this... The word is actually unkempt. Yeah, exactly, as in Ross Kemp. Yes, there is an M in there. And yeah. and somebody uh, that I knew, and, you know, I have this problem where when you when you write for a living and you speak for a living and you are sort of 95% of the time getting your turn of phrase correct, mm. you can start to believe that your knowledge stretches to the entirety of the English language. Correct. That you would never get a word wrong because you know words because it's your business. 
Yes. But I so this friend of mine said unkempt and well did Madame oh. R. Corbet pop out for a little session of oh unkempt oh, oh. please. Oh. What are you How many people are there? <laughs> At least five people. Stop it. <laughs> so you've halted dinner. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 everyone, yeah. watch me lay this <laughs> Sheila out. And just taking this person to town mm. for, and she said, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is unkempt. I'm like, well, let's just see what dictionary.com has to say about that. Where why is Dushraish coming to dinner? I just thought. Dushraish. <laughs> so then, of course, dictionary.com has a lot to say about it, mostly that Rach is a f- So, a couple of days ago, after this event, now Um, I am gun shy. I'm doubting everything. I'm I'm saying the, and I'm wondering whether I'm using it correctly, you know? So, I come across a sign out the back of a cafe that is taped up above a couple of gas canisters, and it says, caution, highly inflammable. And I think to myself, pfft. Sign writer moron, inflammable, opposite of flammable. So I take a photo and think, I'm going to tweet this and it's going to be hilarious. And I think to myself, (laughs) I go back in time and I think, just remember that dinner. And so I put it into dictionary.com. Turns out inflammable isn't the opposite of flammable. Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Don't forget it, you can always get in contact with us. Oh, I'm slightly sleepy. You can... <laughs> At our website, paulandrage.com.au. Yeah. Did you know that thing where just the gears just aren't mm. quite grinding oh, on any yeah. one day? Mm-hmm. So I apologise in advance, Rachel, <laughs> because you deserve better from me. <laughs> and look, I'm going to take off our wet... Do you, want me to... do, you... do you want me to take off the wedding ring? Okay, sure. <laughs> oh, hello, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I often do that, just sort of we'll be in the middle of, you know, some sort of ludicrous, not real argument, but bullshit argument. I'll just go, well, that's it. It's coming off. Okay, I know you have a story and we'll get to it, but I just want to touch on this for a second. There is a friend of a friend of mine, and I won't be too heavy on the detail about who it is so I don't get him in strife, um, but his mate is one of those blokes who, as soon as they hit the highway on a boys' weekend, oh, no. wedding ring comes off. No! So he, but he's also one of those people that sends just an out-of-control amount of bunches of flowers to his missus, and she's always popping it up on the old FB yeah. with the whole, oh, my my God, my honey, he's so amazing. So blah, it's blah, blah. just a house of cards. It is a house of cards. But the other day, a mate of his posted a photo on Facebook of one of their boys' weekends where he has, like, there's been this bird. I can't even remember what the situation topless. was. Okay, look, here is the scenario. Yeah. Uh, topless card dealer, stripper. Mm. No. Nah. Drinks uh, I think it was like a drinks wench or something, but something, you know, obviously a like... A paid employee. A paid employee. Somebody, a small business person. A small business person. That's how I'd explain it. Darling, I just was supporting a small business. <laughs> I was keeping our economy going. If I got something out of it, that's fine. Yeah. But it the, was a recognition of their quality of service. The nominee for one, for the Small Business Award. Yeah. Um, and so he's uh, with a whole bunch of his mates, arm um, around this pretty bird, but with the left-hand sans wedding ring and his mates uploaded it and tagged him into the photo firstly no (laughs) like my rules have always been and you know i'm well practiced in the gold coast right which is sort of like an annual bucks day Mm, and it's international waters correct 
No photos. No, no. There's no photos. Mm. But he's had a mate put one up with him, Sans wedding ring, and hasn't she blown up deluxe? Wow. And why did he say he took it off? Oh, I went jet skiing and I didn't want to get caught in the gears. <laughs> this is exactly... Like, is that... Oh, God, that's bullshit. <laughs> I know. I had a shower and we were going out. I didn't want to lose it. Because it falls off your finger all the thing, time. Okay, I understand if you're operating some sort of genuine heavy machinery yep. where, you know, little the smallest thing, you rip your mm-hmm, arm off. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're just riding a go-kart, <laughs> it's not going to f- kill you. And I'll give you the tip as well. Strippers don't care if you're wearing the ring or not. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Anyway, back to your story. Just wanted to pop that in. Rach, I didn't realise I had fallen even lower on the social totem pole. Oh, no. I've hit... uh, I don't want to say I've hit bottom. I don't want to say I've uh, bottomed out. Oh, no. But I have been shunned by my own. (gasps) People who I thought understood the pain, the difficulty, the joy (laughs) of a lifestyle choice, I thought would be accepting. But no, they have now said, no, you're even too much for us. May I take you to a Friday afternoon mm. to an RSL club? Naturally, classic Friday for you. Where I just finished a bit of work on the free Wi-Fi. <laughs> yep. And I decided to reward myself for that free work mm. by going to an automated telemachine, removing a series of 20 and, let's be honest, $50 bills. Yep. And walking over to one of their many investment machines. <laughs> Now, for those of you who've never seen an investment machine before, mm. um, they make a lot of noise. Yeah. And they have a series of rolling options that go mm. clunk, 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 clunk. And when you've invested wisely. Yeah. Their financial planner is usually, the one dishing out advice, is usually somebody like a queen of the Nile. Yeah, correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So I was there getting my financial advice. Mm-hmm. From the queen. From yep. the queen. Mm-hmm. P.S. Is that your favourite pokey? That's my favourite pokey. No, I'll tell you my favourite pokey. What is it? Whoa, I am all in on one made by the Ainsworth Corporation at the moment Mm. and it's at one of my favourite locales and it is called the Bonus Bonanza and you can't say what this number is Mm. but I put $50 in yesterday and made... Wow. A little more than that. Bonanza. Bonanza, baby. And, and li- I mean, just listen to the feature. That's, that's credits do. adding up. See, this is the thing. I don't understand or have any level of expectation. I don't really know what matches up with what. I Everything hangs in the balance. With, when it makes noise. When boom. it makes noise. Just when, 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 ding, ding, Exactly. Ding, ding, and ding, so every ding. little combination disappearing is like a surprise for me. I mean, ooh, it's, it's, still go, it's still going. It's still going. Yeah. And you see the little numbers run up and then you lose your house. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it might be a problem. Mm, but there's mm. a series of vices involved in this problem. But you've made a wise investment. For once, you know, it's not very often that these things happen, but, uh, you know, Mr. Bonus Bonanza, uh, financial planner, has made some very wise choices to invest your money there, and you've done very well out of that. There are women in their late teens, early 20s, Mm. who have to really disappoint their fathers to earn that sort of money in... (laughs) 
Yeah. Why not? <laughs> but I was, you know, and I decided, right, I'll light the old cigar. Why mm. not? Kick back, enjoy. Well, inside? Outdoor. No, no, no. Well, they have an outdoor gaming area. But as you know, in New South Wales, the outdoor definition of a pokey area would be this window is open. Right, okay. Yep. It's just one of those little quirks. Anyway, I'm sitting away enjoying the uh, fruits of my labour. Mm. You know, push. Yeah. <laughs> You're working hard. Push. Yeah. <laughs> Coke. Mm-hmm. Push. You know, mm-hmm. very tough stuff. Anyway, and a uh, bloke from the club comes up and says, Sir, do you mind putting out the cigar? We've got a bit of a smoking area. What's wrong? We've had some complaints. About you specifically? About the cigars. Now, I'm not sitting there going, yeah! Mm-hmm. You know, every time you win two bucks. Yeah. I have done that before. <laughs> <laughs> Some memorable trips to the Gold Coast of me and a few other loud mates. Yep. <laughs> Does that get annoying after a while? I'm already annoyed. Yeah, imagine that. A lot. And then smoke being blown in your dream. Yeah. Oh, you'd love it, oh, right? Oh, I tell you. You really can get, you see, you know how dearly I love you. And you're not obnoxious, but when you choose to be obnoxious, few people do obnoxious as spectacularly well as you do obnoxious. Thank you. I like to say that I come off the bench and I play hard. Oh, you play <laughs> like you've never played. You play like it's the last <laughs> game before death row. It's just unbelievable. Oh, I love the, I love the, 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 the intensity with which you just expressed that. There was like oh, yeah. years of... <laughs> yeah. There'll be a moment one day. We'll be on my balcony. And, you know, anyway, so, so I get told, please extinguish the cigar. And I said, no. Oh, no. I just went, no. Yep. I'm not going to do a douche scene here, but I'm sorry. It's legal. It's a legal product. This is the right area. Well, sir, if we receive any more complaints, we will ask you to extinguish. Mm. So, so I just keep playing away, keep investing. Fine, fair enough. They come back five minutes later. Mm. Sir, we've had complaints. So what's the complaints? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's from the smell. I said, from who? They said, other smokers. Uh-huh. So this is where I say that I have now hit the bottom. Other smokers look down on me because of the cigar. You can't. Like, be a pen. I don't know how this is my analogy. Okay, bear with me on this. I don't know why this is coming into my head. My analogy of explanation is to say that you can't be a pant pooer and then complain about the smell of somebody else's poo when they poo their pants. How is that's not even an analogy? <laughs> no, <laughs> you're listening to Paul and Rach. What are your thoughts on the baby Chino? Oh, not a fan. Do I'm you... not a fan of, you know, the, the, the puppy Chino, the baby Chino. I don't understand why you need to get your kid used to it. And also, but see, I'm not part of the coffee culture. Mm. So the whole idea for me about, you know, oh, I can't function unless I have a Frappuccino. <laughs> Cafes are places I get bacon and egg rolls. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, I have to say that I've always thought because I don't drink coffee that I'm not addicted to caffeine and so I've thought I'd be fine. But I'm whitening rubbish, my teeth at the moment. Rubbish. And I drink at least two pots of tea a day and those pots are a litre each. And I have a really strong... You must piss like a racehorse. Yeah, I do. I do. But I always thought to myself, oh, hi, Calypso, is it tech time? This is the thing. <laughs> I just don't change it. Every time we do tech time, we get an earring. Do you want to answer that? No. no. Unless it's you, I don't answer. Oh, there we go. <laughs>
I'm lying. You're lying. So I've assumed that I'm not addicted to, to caffeine because I think, well, tea is barely any caffeine. But when you are drinking the equivalent of tea that could put hairs on your chest, you are addicted to caffeine. I'm whitening my teeth at the moment. And you're not supposed to drink tea while you do it. Now, I reckon this is the hundredth time <laughs> I've known you whitening your teeth. Do you, do you go through a particularly dark time? Because they always seem great to me. Well, you see, the issue is that my addiction to tea turns them brown very quickly. Oh, so I not need, red wine. Not red wine. So I need to, to, to whiten them quite often. But you're not supposed to drink tea while you whiten them. So the other day I thought, okay, usually I can't get through it. As you can see here, I've drunk a cup of tea with a straw in it because I try and get it not on my teeth. But I thought I'm going to go cold Beautiful, turkey. Beautiful but ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous, right? I said I'm going to go cold turkey. I didn't even last two hours. I had headaches. I couldn't get out of bed. Like I was, I'm literally addicted to tea. So I get the idea of the caffeine addiction, but I don't get the idea of having to sort of get your, like, why can't you just get your kid a water or a juice? Like, why does it have to have a baby coffee? Or dare I say, a uh, a hot chocolate. Or a hot chocolate. Exactly. I say this because but a, I'm assuming, sorry, forgive me. No. If the baby chin, does it actually have coffee in it? No or coffee. Or just sort of like. Frothy milk. Right, okay. But it just basically... But it gets them used to the whole It gets idea. them used to the idea that, you know, I've got to... I just find it a touch pretentious, yes. you know? So, meanwhile, you can bring this back on me when I have kids and I order them a baby chino. But I bring this oh, up... and you will. And I will. Because my friend's brother, who is a tall, tattooed, big, burly bloke, wanted to order a piccolo latte, which is now sort of a half latte, you know? So it's a smaller latte if you don't want a full latte. But it's a full shot of coffee. Coffee, isn't it? I don't know. It's I don't know. Thing. I, mean, I can't. There must up. be coffee drinkers right now going. I've put up with a lot of shit from these two, but I'm, <laughs> this, I'm done. This is my last podcast. I'm pulling the pin. If they don't know the difference between, no, a, you know, a piccolo it's, and it's a, just like we're getting a bit Starbucks in our options now, don't you think? Like yeah. the piccolo. Like, then there's a ristretto. I don't oh. even know what a ristretto is. That uh, sounds saucy. <laughs> You'll be restrained while you drink your espresso. Oh, yes. So this bloke (laughs) turns up to, and he wanted a piccolo latte, um, but he didn't know what they were called. So he looked up on the menu and he just saw baby Chino. He thought, okay, smaller cappuccino. (laughs) (laughs) So he said, can I have a baby Chino? And they brought out this little tiny cup with frothy milk milk in it. And he sort of realised, oh, that's not at all what I've wanted to order. But he's also been too embarrassed to admit that he's gotten it wrong. So he sat up at the table, a big burly bloke with tats, and drunk his baby Chino because he didn't want to admit that he'd made a mistake. Very, that's, I like that. I like that. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, do you enjoy grilled cheese? I can't eat it because I'm dairy intolerant, but when I was eating dairy, I did love, I, I miss toasted cheese sandwich. See, and everyone who's learning radio, you've just seen a supportive co-host. Because you found a way. Found a way. To back in. You're like, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm dairy intolerant, but I'm going to find a way to back in pork because I don't know where it's going, yep. but I'm backing it in. Yep. Give, me, give me five. Toasted sandwiches. Oh, Boom. Well, mm. apparently, those who like grilled cheese have more sex oh. than people who don't. This is scientific. It's a survey, right? All right? Yes. Apparently a dating website, which I will not mention, has surveyed 4,600 people. 
That's a lot. Yeah, but that's a big sample size. Eighteen hundred people get asked for news poll. Yeah, this is however many times more than that. <laughs> <laughs> just when I started to go, times <laughs> the battery just broke. Isn't that concerning that they ask more people about? Whether they eat grilled cheese sandwiches and have sex than they do about what they think of the politicians in this country. Correct. Oh, that's Co- concerning. It, it, but just people... That, anyway, well, 32% have sex six times a month. Compared that's not with, very much. Exactly. Compared with uh, 27% of anti-grilled cheeses. 81% of people who say that they love grilled cheese donate their time and money to those in need. Oh, bullshit as opposed to 66% of weirdos, according to this, weirdos who don't eat grilled cheese. And 84% of grilled cheese lovers love to travel. 78% of non-grilled cheese people don't. If this was a survey by craft, mm. I would understand it. But a dating but website. A dating website, when you're sitting down at the dildo table at the dating website or whatever, and you're thinking, okay, let's... <laughs> What, it's shaped like It's shaped one? like a dildo, yeah. And you're thinking to yourself... Now, here's the question. Okay, two. Which end would the boss sit at? Oh, the head, for sure. You really? Yeah, definitely. I reckon it might be just the other end just tickling <laughs> on the side. Because, <laughs> you know, they're so different. Well, that you're sitting down at the dildo table and you think, okay, we need to get a sense of our, our customers. Mm. Who at the table raises their hands and says, I know what question's got to be on there, do you like grilled cheese sandwiches? Yeah. And who at the head of the table, whichever end we decide that is, is saying, great idea, John, let's ask the people on the dating website about whether they like grilled cheese. You know what this screams? What? Friday afternoon and everyone wants to f*** off. Oh, yeah. And they've just played essentially I Spy with stuff around the office <laughs> and they've seen, you know, Gavin looking yep. into the grilled cheese and going, yes! <laughs> Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrache.com.au. Did you see Madonna pash Drake at Coachella? I did, and it's creepy, and that thing has to stop. Honestly. She's a thing yeah. now. She's really, really haggard. But the whole thing is, she ain't sexy. She can be as sexual as she wants, but to me... My tastes? Mm. No, thank you. There's a bunch of things that were wrong about the uh, elements of the video, and we'll pop it up onto our Facebook page in case you haven't had a chance to check it out. Problemo one. I would like you to act this out audibly, though. I would like with. I want you to try to make yeah. Rachel's world of sound effects. Okay. Reenact the moment for me. Oh. After you've okay. After I've gone through the list of problems. Okay. So, like, I'll just be Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's so gross. (laughs) So my problems are, right? There's some guy in a hotel room in Yass who's just listening to that over over and over and over. over Hello, who you are. (laughs) So number one, the black over-the-knee boots. Can we just get rid of those full stop? Fishnet stockings, we've had this discussion a number of times, unattractive. I've changed my mind. Oh, you've changed your mind. But they're not something your wife would no, wear. No, 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 please, right? please. No, this is a small business person. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Now, Rach, we all know that you're planning a wedding, you know. Uh, <laughs> plus One 2.0 is doing very well at the moment. He's doing very well. Has, yeah. Have you told him about his tag of Plus One 2.0? Yeah, I did tell him about that. Are you that. all right with that? Yeah. Does he listen? Is, 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 does he want to know this or does he go, that's not the Rachel that I know? I don't know. I don't think he does listen. He hasn't talked to me about it, um, but I don't think he's actively sorted out. This is your labour of love. It is my labour of well, love. Well, I say if he's not interested, tell him to flick him. Oh, no. No, I'm sorry. This one's over. Okay, I'll give him one last Your chance. happiness, done. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, um, as you know, you're planning this wedding. Mm. Uh, Candace falls on, Dave Warner got married. Yep. Her wedding dress, $25,000. I would have a problem if my entire wedding cost $21,000. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. I agree. Here's the thing. I don't understand how we get to the awesomeness of the dress that's twenty-five grand. who has the balls to charge it, who's dumb enough to pay it. I don't know what it is about that dress that can make it worth $25,000. That means it is any better than one that you could get for two and a half grand. I went to a wedding from my cousin on the weekend. Her mum, basically, they did a DIY wedding in my uncle's shed, like took all of their tractors out and everything and sort of hosed out the shed and and put bunting up and made it look gorgeous and country. Was there a hay bale? There was hay bales. It was amazing. And then at the end of the night, um, you know, we had like roasted meats and stuff. And at the end of the night, they pulled up the roller shutter and the dance floor was the dirt out the back oh, near where they roasted yeah, the meats with the yeah, campfire. That's great. It was the bomb. And her mum basically sewed her dress, like made her dress. Wow. And it looked amazing and stunning. And I would have had no idea that it wasn't a store-bought dress. So we are basically criticising Candace Felzon's mum? <laughs> For not putting in effort. I didn't realise you were that harsh. But, uh... <laughs> Do we, before we go there, do we know she's still with us? Uh, I was thinking exactly the same thing. So, okay, here's how it works. Yeah. If Candace's mum yep, yep. is in any trouble whatsoever, yep. we sincerely apologise. Yes. If she's as normal as the rest of our mums, yep. we stand by the game. Get the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. I love that I always, every time I sit down in this studio, Rach, and I'm going to call it a studio. Oh, call it a studio. Break these Chairs. Oh no, they're really structurally unsound. They all undo. The screws undo just who's naturally. Them? I don't know. Nobody. Little elves coming in the middle of the night. The same thing happens on my chair. And it is my favourite detail. Whenever we broadcast from the uh, Corbay Alfresco Studio, mm. that's called that. The Alfresco Studio. Alfresco Studio. Yep. Is uh, the dirty washing <laughs> that's dry. Yes. Uh, yours? Uh, yeah, it is mine today. Yep. Uh, not much underwear, I notice. Do you, much. do you do a separate underwear wash? Oh, no, there's a fair bit of underwear. It's just fairly unimpressive underwear. No, no, but, that's, you, but you've always said that. That's you, me. I'm a cotton dud. veg. I'm a <laughs> meat <and> veg girl, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fairly unimpressive dud lady. So there is a lot of dud there. It just doesn't look impressive because there's no lace. See, I don't know whether it's, you know, I had an accident as a kid that I can't remember. Mm. But my habit is that I separate the underwear and socks and they are like a separate load. So as I said, there must have been some horrible traumatic incident where my mother's gone, you can't put those piss riddled undies <laughs> in with everything else. But if I if I'm left alone to my own devices, mm. that's what I'm doing. Do you 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 do your own washing? Or oh yes, yeah, all yes. the time. We're a very independent couple. Yeah. In that you know, look, sometimes there'll be crossover, but generally speaking, one side of the hallway is for Sean to put her piles of clothes. One mm-hmm. side is for mine, mm-hmm. and it's a sort of a share house arrangement we have. I like that method, and I think to myself, I also like that method in cooking. Like I like it when plus one two point <laughs> We're going to have to find a quicker way of saying that. How about just 2.0. Okay, yes, yes. Okay. So, you know, I love it when 2.0 and I cook dinner together. But for me, I have a very certain taste when it comes to food. It's I very... wouldn't be getting in the way of you with any kitchen choice. This is what I mean. No, I'd just be a passenger. If exactly. I was your bloke, I'm a passenger. And I'd sit there and I'd probably not like what you cooked. This is it. But I'd go, mmm. But the thing is that I don't want to inflict that on you. I don't want it 2.0 to have to eat what I want to eat. So I kind of like the idea of while we're dating and things, you know, it's fine for us to cook together but eventually when we move in together I'd, I'd rather sort of
sort of do a share house. You cook your things so you can have deliciousness. I'll cook my things so I can have boringness and we can both be happy. But I don't know whether that's an unromantic thing to suggest. But how, how close do you in... I mean, I'm imagining he's healthy. Too, oh, yeah. But how close to you is he in the fanaticism? Well, he's nowhere near my fanaticism, but he's happy to be brought a little bit more towards my fanaticism. Mm. I push the fanaticism a little less crazy when I'm eating with other people. So what I like to do is just sort of be able to be left to my own devices so I can be as crazy as I am when I'm eating on my own. Is it all still eggs and salmon? (laughs) Eggs and salmon. Because it's one of the smells that I really do recall (laughs) from... Many a day in a radio studio with you. Yeah. And look, admittedly, you had to put up with me and Eau de Marie. Mm, but mm. I just always remember sort of like, oh, Rachel's hungry. Yeah. The other thing that never did me any favours in the uh, office of arrangement was cauliflower. <laughs> cauliflower, for such an innocuous vegetable, yeah. is the stinkiest... Fart-esque odour that just permeates through an entire office. Mm. So you can very quickly turn people from watching you take your Tupperware out of your bag and the awe in people's eyes. Like, oh my goodness, you're so amazing. You could be. Exactly. To opening the lid and a demon woman. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. There was an article in the uh, paper the other day about Corporate jargon. Oh yes, just wank words, business wank words. Yeah. Oh, can I can I just serve up one that does my head in right now? Do. In this space. <laughs> now I don't know what it is. There's a lot of political people who seem to use it. Look in this space. In this space. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yes. Well, let me take you through a few of the terms that they went through. That are just unbelievably wanky. I don't know how I would react if somebody in a meeting asked me for some blue sky thinking. Do you know what that means? That is when you aim high and reach for the sky in your ideas session. That's the anything's possible, money's not an option. Like, what's wrong with just saying that? Correct. What's our anything's possible idea? But see, this is the thing. It's this world of normal common sense talk that then somebody becomes an expert in common sense. Mm. So they have a piece of paper with all this shit to prove it. I remember there was a bloke I worked for who was such a genius at business that he had all of these, you know, business course posters everywhere and, you know, it was all about team and how good's this and leaked everyone's salary. (laughs) So it's not always. What about the word entrepreneur? Is there anyone who isn't an entrepreneur? I could be sitting, you know what? If you make cupcakes and you sell them at the weekend store at the markets, people are calling themselves an entrepreneur. No, see, I always think there's a fine line between inventor and entrepreneur. So it's about Developing something the world does not have and then turning that into a business. That's the entrepreneur. Totally. Absolutely. But if you've just sat down at your computer and started blogging about how your baby wets itself every five (laughs) seconds, you're not an entrepreneur. What about a tissue session? uh, (laughs) Depends about the workplace. (laughs) That is actually a... I I did go into a couple of meetings um, with a big corporate where they said... Let's just have a bit of a tissue session. And, you know, the corporate is in our world. It's not yeah. what we're used to. Yeah. So when we kind of stick our head in, did you, you know that moment where you think, I'm going to get found out right now because I've got no idea what, what this is. Shit. But yeah. I'm also not going to say to anybody, excuse me, what's a tissue session? What I'm, are you thinking it could have been? 
I had no idea. Part of me thinks, okay, somebody's getting fired. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, bring the tissues. Like I'm thinking, tissue session equals bad news. Yeah, is that yeah. what it is? Well, I'm thinking to myself, like a tissue session is something where we throw things out, or you know, you throw out the bad ideas, or I don't know. But it's just a brainstorming. <laughs> Session yeah. because of the idea of um, it's a brainstorming. Yeah, session. so because in the old days, you know, the art directors would like uh, draw up their designs and stuff on tissue paper, t- and you would go through the ideas in a brainstorming. Call it a f- brainstorming session. But what? even then, I hate brainstorming. Just oh, like, you don't like? Well, I'm just a bit of a look. Let's like okay, shoot the shit. Shoot the shit. It's like say we're designing a new car, right? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's you know, it's like go on, guys. Uh, can we just get into uh, the meeting room? Look, guys, got to make a car. Ideas. Go. Let's, it's a go session. Well, let alone all of that rubbish <laughs> where you sit around with crayons oh. sort of to unleash your creativity. Oh. This is such bullshit. I know. What about just a few ones to finish up? Um, bleeding edge. Technologies Again, that are... depends where... Uh... <laughs> Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. I want to tell you about something, but I'm torn about it. There's a part of me that doesn't want to shit can it purely because... I appreciate where it's coming from. Is this basically you taking down religion? No, I wish it was. (laughs) Uh, You and I, uh, and you more particularly than I, are massive supporters of people who want to have a baby and find it difficult to have a baby, and we find that exceptional. (laughs) Uh, You know, getting pregnant is not exceptional. Having difficulty getting pregnant and then getting pregnant is exceptional. And I also am a huge supporter of, as we both are, of the gay community having babies and when you've got two similar bits it's very difficult to put one bit into the other bit and we have technology and you're loving people and please come on exactly so there is a a woman who has actually come out with a great idea i appreciate the idea i'm on board with the idea i'm on board with where it comes from i'm just not a massive fan of the advertisement the thing that she's come up with is basically to do away with this idea of either having to get the turkey baster out or to go to the doctor pay 500 dollars to get a bit of a squirt squirt with a syringe <laughs> she's designed essentially a dildo oh. that you can put the semen in so that you can have a loving sexual experience while getting impregnated. Okay, so what she's really done yes. is just put a pair of balls on a super soaker. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what she's done. The pro- product is called the Semenette. <laughs> Call it the love gun. Surely if there's one product you could call the love gun. Yeah. I God, I'm I'm so torn here because I so appreciate where it's come from. But have a look at the ad. We'll post this on our Facebook page. Oh, excellent! It is so a situation where. Well, they... Firstly, even better than the real thing, rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> like you tell yourself that's that. their tagline. Okay, let's let's watch it together. This is porno <laughs> acting. <laughs> They're holding a turkey baster, by the way. Good afternoon, ladies. Hi, Dr. Dover. How are you doing today? I'm okay. I'm a little anxious. Ready to get this over with. Good to see you being nervous, a little anxious. Yeah. yeah. Are you nervous? I'm ready for that specimen now. Thank oh. you. Oh, so the doctor's wearing a mechanic's outfit. <laughs> I'm excited that tonight is just about me. Yeah, it is. We'll make a baby together. Anyone else? Yes. And you have juice. Oh, stop <laughs> it. Oh, the bed with the rose petals. Oh, okay. Well, of course, yes. <laughs> It was so real. I was just so nervous about being you. I was scared of doing it. Don't know what we would have done if we didn't find 
they don't show the product. No, they don't show the product. So it's just this mysterious. Well, because it's a super soaker with balls on it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but but also here's the thing. Anyone will tell you in a long committed loving relationship that when the decision is made, let's start trying for kids. Mm. After a while, it's not about rose petals. No, exactly. It's about the 14th of the month. I think it's on now. Good. Like, it's... it's... Who, who lays down rose petals? I have to say if somebody, you know, laid down rose petals for me and I walked in, I'd be like, oh, this is a bit much. What are you, Fabio? Meanwhile, I, as I've let that play, well, you know YouTube just auto-rolls Yeah, is now? it, it testimonials? <laughs> no, it's not. The video said, up next... Hang on, press play. They can't show that on YouTube. Let's see what this is. Oh, I know what that is. What's that? Ooh, I can't. No, no, keep watching. You got to keep watching. Oh, it's even doing it to her arm. (laughs) (laughs) You do get squirmish with the adult material. Yeah, yeah, it's a little weird. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website paulandrach.com.au. Rach, forgive me for getting a little serious here, but uh, the news of the uh, past few days is that the government says no jab, no pay when it comes to welfare. Basically, if you are an Mm anti-vaxxer, good luck. You're not going to be able to go to a childcare centre, you're not going to be able to get your welfare, all the rest of it. Good. Uh, Seriously, what sort of a f***wit doesn't do this? Oh, yeah, I know. I don't get it. This is the whole thing, is that, okay, I understand if... You've read somewhere, somewhere on the internet that the vaccine might just might unlock something in your kid. I don't think there's any evidence for that. But there was a thing called polio Mm. and we beat it Mm. and we came up with a thing to make sure you won't get polio. Mm. Why wouldn't you give that to your kid? And the thing is that there's always going to be with everything, with vaccines, with medicine, with whatever, there's always going to be that one in a bajillion chance that your reaction is going to be something that isn't great. That doesn't mean that everybody is going to be affected in that way. And last time I checked, is it any actual doctors or scientists that are coming out and saying that vaccinating is a problem or is it just mummy bloggers? Well, no, this is the thing. There's this, it, it's, the thing is, it's not even a movement. And what shits me is that the media will try to turn around and pretend that it's a 50-50 argument. Mm. It ain't. Like, okay, you know how uneven climate scientists This is, is. it, so exactly. So it's like 98 to 2. Yeah. Well, anti-vaccine is 999 mm. to 0.01. But here is the great drama with giving equal weight to opposite sides of the argument in media where you think that everybody deserves a right of reply, that then gives the idea that there are just as many people who are anti-vaccine as there are people who are pro-vaccine, just like it seemed like there were just as many climate change deniers as there were climate scientists who were saying there was a problem. And the reality is that is just a whole load of BS. But when you give that equal weight to the argument situation, all of a sudden a whole bunch of people who are easily influenced turn around and go, well, maybe I shouldn't vaccinate my kids. And if that's you, you're a f***ing idiot. When did we start to take our advice from people on the internet instead of people that went to Co- university for a decade? Correct, but this is this whole thing, you know, uh, shining for a little while but not anymore. Used to be a bit of a Google doctor. Th- the internet oh, is... It's cancer aids. Stop it. Everything's cancer aids. I have an itchy finger. Cancer aids, you know, you can't look up your information on Google or on a blog. Those people do what I do and sit at their dining room table and work. 
You know, they don't go to university. They don't have any test tubes lying around. They haven't got the Gravitron for the test tube thing. They're not fixing things and putting things in Petri dishes. They're going and making themselves some lunch, sitting down and spouting their crap into a computer. I'm just trying to think about the awareness ribbon for cancer aids. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. A couple of things before we wrap a doodle. I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Okay. We've, you know, we've been uh, off for a couple of weeks, so we missed April Fools. Oh. I just wanted to swiftly say, if you April Fools, I just think you're a bit of a dick. I, but, but this is this whole thing. Valentine's Day is official love day. I feel like, like April Fools is official dick day. Yeah. It's okay to be a dickhead License and get away with to it. Be a douche. You know, you can be a moron and then go, oh, April Fools day. No, you're just an asshole. But also, you know, April Fools day is. You know, okay, trying to make someone believe something is real that isn't. Mm. April Fool's Day is not kicking a chair out from underneath someone. No. It's not throwing (laughs) eggs, but it's like apparently, (laughs) April Fool's. Was the story from DFAT true about the fact that at DFAT in Canberra, they put up a sign on the wall saying that the uh, department was dissolving and moving to Melbourne and that anybody who wanted a job in Melbourne had to come and ask permission. And then at two o'clock that afternoon, the manager came in and went, April Fool's. Sadly, yes. (gasps) Someone thought that. That was an, serious. Honest to God. Why? Just that, whoever thought that was a good idea doesn't vaccinate their children, okay, you know? But even though I know we're playing with emotions here, yeah. there's something I do like when those radio ones where somebody has to ring up and give bad news to their partner and, like, they cry and whatever, and they go, just kidding. You are so much better than that. You don't, I don't know <laughs> what it is, I'm saying. Keep the guys up on the Paul and Rage Facebook page. P.S. What about you with the, uh, the Paul and Rach prep today? Each, <laughs> each topic has a separate piece of paper. <laughs> can I? Can and I... I noticed, because I did peek before, that Paul and Rach prep, and I love you for this. Yeah. Number one on today's to do list. Oh, yeah. yeah Number one. True. I mean, there's so many things. Where's my to do list? Oh, yeah, on it your is. To-do list. Like, yeah. let's, let's, what's Rach got to do today? Okay. <laughs> okay? Paul and Rach prep. Done. Yep. Write carer's script. Career script. That's a little uh, comedy thing read. I'm doing with a friend I of mine. Read. Yeah. Metabolism article. <laughs> <laughs> Copywriting job. Yeah. Book the car service. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a separate call to the NRMA. <laughs> yes. Don't you call the NRMA before you call for the car service? <laughs> this is welcome to my life. Okay. Pay, this, pay some strata fees. Ah, uh, yeah. You investment property I know, mogul. I know, I know. Yep. And email Yogi. Email Yogi. Oh, yes, because I, I want to go to Nepal and I want to ask her about where she's been. Oof, what a day! <laughs> How do you fit in a shit? <laughs> want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Sadly, we come to the end of yet another podcast. All things being equal, we'll be back this time next week. Please spread the word. Mm. I mean, Rach, you keep an eye on the downloads. Are they going all right? Are yeah, they're doing still, well. They're know, doing well. A bit down, a little bit up. No, no, no they're pretty stable. But you know what? We'd love an influx of new listeners. There's a lot of you guys that have stuck with us for years and years and years, and we love you. We Correct. love you dearly. Uh, and uh, we're super chuffed you've stuck around. But you know what? If you've got a couple of mates that have never heard a bit of Paul and Rach, send it their way. Let's yeah, get a few. Just go, this is so much better than that shit on the radio. There you go. You know, That's... insert whatever show you hate. Yep. You know, you and five star us, That's all of that it. business. Anyway, what we do is we end the podcast each and every week with Rachel Corbet reading a story from Picture Magazine. Dirty words, dirty su- subjects, supplemented with a code word. We call it Rachel's Story Time. Rach, what will the code word be today? What have we done today? Epidermis? 
Epidermis, yes. Epidermis? Yeah, let's do epidermis, yes. Okay, all right. Well, you have not read this before. The story is entitled... Epidermis Witch. (laughs) I've been seeing this chick for about three months. She's a full-figured girl with epidermises the size of melons, but they're softer than three-ply dunny paper, and she's an absolute joy to epidermis. I've never equated boobs with toilet paper. Neither have I. Like, never? No, neither. So Christine and I were invited to a fancy dress party by one of her friends recently, and she surprised me by walking out of her bedroom dressed as a slutty witch. Oh, not just a witch. A slutty Slutty witch. witch. Complete with stockings, but they were fishnet, a short skirt and a top that her epidermises practically fell out of. Well, that's the witchcraft. I was... <laughs> the spell that he was under. I was dying to epidermis her there and then, mm. but she told me no touching till the end. Then she... Ooh... It's a bit early to be doing this. Epidermis. Epidermis? Is that the word? Yes. Uh, whipped out my epidermis and <laughs> gave it a 10-second epidermis. Before, oh, oh, no. Before is sing me back up and give me a wink. The bitch. Oh, no. oh, oh hang, on. <laughs> hang on. The term is witch. <laughs> Thank you. Now I had to spend the entire evening craving an epidermis from my hot girlfriend dressed sexier than I'd ever seen her. I had a few cracks at the party, but she held her ground till finally she was drunk enough to end the torture. We ducked upstairs and hurried into the bathroom, and then Christine locked the door, turned around, and pulled both of her epidermises out from under her top. <laughs> With a broomstick still in her hand, I epidermised on her eye. Oh, That is a wrong term. As if I'd never enjoyed them before. Then I sat Christine up on the basin, epidermist her epidermist, and pushed my epidermis. And Christine let her head rest back against the mirror as I epidermised her epidermist epidermist and epidermised her epidermis as in unison. There's nothing better than epidermising a girl in costume. I spun her around and watched her epidermises in front of me before epidermising my epidermis all over the tiles. Oh, I feel filthier. We then decided to bail and enjoy an after party back at my place. Oh, God, see you next week. It's witchcraft. (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach.